0: Welcome to episode two of backing paper. We're backing paper again. Uh, no, that's not a thing. We'll keep working on a great intro for this. It's going to be great this week. Joining me on the uh, sofa that we don't have. Oh man, this is turning <laughs> into a car crash already. Never mind. Eric's with us this week. Eric, how you doing, buddy?
1: I'm doing great. Doing great. How are you?
0: I'm doing very well. I'm doing very well. Um, We've just recorded this week's Sunny Sixteen podcast. That was a lot of fun um, chatting to uh, James, which everybody else has already listened to. So um, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, He's not here now. Uh, You got me, and you got Eric. No Rachel this week. She's still obviously she's still not here. I mean, she's not going to (laughs) suddenly come back. She might have done. I don't know. Let's move on, shall we, Eric? You know, I've
1: I've been here what five or six times now, and I've never met Rachel. Yeah. Ever. So, I got wondering. We've never met, and you've never seen us together. Are we the same person?
0: God, you know, I hadn't even thought of that, but that might be the case. I mean, yeah, it's possible. I mean, she's a vegetarian. You're a vegan. It's um, true.
1: Uh, you, we're both photographers.
0: You You've got a cat. She's got a dog. There are a lot of very close similarities. Um, you're from somewhere north in america seattle washington portland i can't mm-hmm. ever bloody remember but you're from somewhere wow. up there she's from up north in the uk if if you aren't the same person you're definitely you know basically uh clones of each other but from different yeah. parts of the world i think that's the it's only explanation.
1: if we were together time and space would stop yeah. so i understand it's cool
0: either that or she just really doesn't like you and she's going out of her way to avoid you. One of these two things is possible.
1: That's impossible. Mm-hmm. Impossible.
0: Well, we'll no. let the listeners decide. Listeners, uh, you can find Eric on Instagram. Make sure you let him know whether you think it's that Rachel's a clone or whether Rachel just doesn't like him. <laughs> Tag Eric in <laughs> on all of those thoughts.
1: Please do. <laughs> <laughs> My ego needs fixing, one way or the other. (laughs) That
0: ego needs a good old kicking, so deal with that, (laughs) please, listeners. Uh, Speaking of Instagram, Eric, how have things been going? Because you've been looking after it for us for a few weeks now, and you've been doing a very fine job. So what's been going on there?
1: Oh, uh, it's been great. I've been doing an almost daily feature. uh, People who are tagging their stuff, uh, Sunny 16 podcast, and I've been featuring it, you know, Every day or so. Uh, And on Mondays, I've been doing Tell Us About Your Photographic Weekend. And that's been getting a ton of response. And uh, I I enjoy it quite a bit because I get to make snarky comments back to all (laughs) the fun things that people are doing over the weekend. It's kind of what I wanted to do. So.
0: Uh, It's good to have a dream of this. So, um, these um, daily features or nearly daily features that you're doing, so what sort of stuff Mm. are you looking for? I mean, I know you're getting people to tag stuff, but is there anything in particular you're keeping an eye out for? What's been grabbing your eye? Are there any that you've seen that you've really loved, actually? Who's really leapt out at you lately?
1: Oh, man, that's on the spot. Yeah. I I love them all equally. Isn't that weird?
0: (laughs) It's almost unbelievable.
1: (laughs) It's almost like I'm copping out, but I'm not. I do. Um, I look. I don't know. I've been focusing a little bit on black and white. It's kind of like not that stuff that looks like what I do, because that would be silly, but stuff that I just like looking at, which is also a cop out. Um, I don't know. Things are just that are a little, a little different, a little odd, a little more interesting than just a a photo. Um, also, you know, things that are that are high up on near the top when I start looking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so one of those uh, that things. certainly either, helps <laughs> either be unique and interesting or just be in the right place at the right time That's a little good. bit of both yeah, uh, yeah.
1: talent and luck yeah. maybe a little bit more luck
0: in a lot of ways this is a great education for people in just what it takes to succeed in the arts anyway isn't it it's talent and mm-hmm. just just being in the right place at the right time yeah yeah I have to, I do also, I I love seeing all the posts that you get on the what we've been doing in the weekend thing. You get, so people have just, uh, there's whole life stories going on there. There's triumphs and tragedies. There's adventures and there's mundanities. It's great. It's, I always love ridiculous. reading through those.
1: Some guy was like, oh, I just rode a 100 miles on my bike and took a bunch of pictures. I'm like, wow, that's great. I didn't put on pants this weekend. <laughs> Yeah. It you know it keeps me humble
0: it keeps you humble it's important to stay humble when you're spending a your weekend with no pants on it um, really is yeah um i i like that uh, the one i particularly noticed was reading that um simon forster from the classic lenses podcast had uh, been out with his Hasselblad and put the film in the wrong way yeah <laughs> that made me happy sorry simon. that's what
1: you get for using a Hasselblad yeah kidding I
0: shouldn't, shouldn't laugh at your expense but... no 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh well, anyway yeah well anyway listeners you know get and tag your stuff there and um i would I, I love seeing the stuff that eric's featuring on instagram and i love reading what people are up to uh on those posts so, so do get involved with that stuff it's really fun for me to see it um if uh you want to find where i am uh, if you want to message me or whatever because i am still using instagram um and I am using my own feed I am using the Myopic Me feed which is uh, myopic underscore me um, you'll find me there if you want to send me a message or anything or, or send messages still to the Sunny16 uh, podcast when Eric theoretically will pass those messages on uh, I say theoretically I saw a message that got sent to him on Friday which he definitely said he was going to pass on and definitely didn't pass on but I do still check in because you cannot get the stuff these days I've
1: I got weekends off i got things to do mm, listen Eric
0: we don't <laughs> I don't not pay you for this. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, half assed run social uh, <laughs> efforts, no, Eric's doing a very good job. Um, the first uh, little bit of communication we've got this week is a Facebook uh, message. Um, I had to find this myself because Rachel is significantly more hopeless at this than Eric is. Um, now, I am going to butcher this surname. Eric, have you got a, a good guess? listening?
1: Oh, um, oh, boy. Kuzitka?
0: Bless you. Um, (laughs) I don't know. Okay. Well, Matt, apologies uh, in advance from both Eric and myself. Um, uh, Matt Kuzika, let's go with that. Please do write in and let us know the correct way of how we're supposed to say that Matt, um, uh, left us a message on Facebook saying, I too am a horticulturalist most americans have no clue what that is but also a film shooter i develop color and black and white cross-process and blah i just started listening to the show i enjoy the length so wonderful Uh, and it is great that graham is also a gardener we film shooters and soil lovers got to stick together Thank you very much for getting in touch, Matt. That is certainly very true. Um, I hope that uh, whilst the main show is now a little shorter, it's more than made up for by the fact that we have this short add-on. <laughs> Come on in. We did get quite <laughs> a lot of feedback, actually, because the, the the first backing paper went out today and most of the feedback that we got was, our idea of short is nonsense. <laughs> but look, this one <laughs> will be shorter. This one will definitely be shorter. Um, are you into gardening at all, Eric? Uh, no. Nope, no. two black foams. Oh, I don't know. That's no
1: I've killed air plants.
0: Wow, that's quite an achievement yeah. air plants for listeners that yeah. don't know are plants that need nothing to exist <laughs> but air, so... Oh, well, never mind. Okay, we are going to move on. We have had a couple more entries for the Cheap Shots Challenge. Uh, The first one is from our good friend and the caretaker of our Flickr group, and so in many ways, your direct competition in our affections, um, Eric. uh, Matthew Joseph. (laughs) Um, Do you want to read Matthew's lovely missive that goes with his pictures?
1: Well... Uh, this is the one uh, about retirement.
0: Uh, it's the one that starts with Matthew Joseph on the top and then goes from there. I've made this as simple as could be. I really did, listeners.
1: Almost <laughs> as simple. Almost. Yeah. Okay, hi, Sunbeams. Here are my entries for the Cheap Shots Challenge. Am I doing a very good Matthew Joseph impression? I think so. Uh, I, I had I, to cut well, my... <laughs> do you think you ought to do a
0: Matthew... Uh, day, Sunbeams. <laughs> no, oh, I no I'm not going to gonna carry on. No. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, I had to cut my retirement from photography short so that I could enter the challenge. Russell, the $10 Mamiya 528 TL, was once again jammed up from the cold, so I had to warm him via the heater in the car before use. These were taken on a Saturday morning walk around Albert Park Lake here in Melbourne. The following text is my 200-word artist statement.
0: Um, Buckle up, everybody. And also, (laughs) if you have anybody of a sensitive nature in the room, you might want to remove them now.
1: Ooh, well, the cat's sitting right there, but I think she can handle it. Okay. A long time ago, in a country far, far away, a youngish lad by the name of Matthew was on one of his trips to the library because he had no friends and wanted to be a photographer. Matthew was reading, no, leafing, through a book about a photographer named Weston. Mr. Weston took nice photos of things in black and white with interesting shadows and textures. Mr. Weston also was a large format photographer. Matthew has no time for this bullshit. Matthew thinks Mr. Weston might be a member of Clan MacLeod, for he is surely immortal. Matthew finds out that there are at least two Westons, Edward and Brett, father and son. Matthew then finds out that at least one of the Westons has a thing for the ladies. Matthew also likes the ladies. Matthew has time for this bullshit. I present to you Ripples and the autoerotic asphyxiation of Mother Nature by plastic bags. My work explores the relationship between emerging sexualities and recycling culture. With influences as diverse as Nostradamus and Ansel Adams, new insights are crafted from both traditional and modern dialogues. As wavering phenomena becomes frozen through studious and diverse practice, the viewer is left with a hymn to the inaccuracies of our culture. and of already bullshit. <laughs> even, even for someone like me who can harp on for hours about all sorts of crap that was once difficult to push out, Red weird, keep keep up the good work. I especially like episode one eighteen. That guy sounds like my kind of dude. Who is that guy?
0: Uh, I think that would be uh, Matthew. Yeah, <laughs> he's a big fan of himself. You oh, probably God. got that from all of the above that you just read. <laughs> I,
1: I yeah yeah the uh, the the audio erotic part was it seemed a little.
0: Upsetting. Uh, on the nose. upsetting
1: yeah or, or upsetting upsettingly on the nose yeah. uh keep up the good work i especially nope read that regards matthew um, oh photo photo dudes, <laughs> joseph
0: yeah um <laughs> i would question one thing about that entire email uh matthew said that um uh that it was difficult for him to push that crap out. I don't believe that. Oh, no. that, that seemed no. like that fl- flowed from him. Like, he wrote oh. that before he knew
1: he was writing that.
0: Yep, I think so. Shall we take a look <laughs> at let's. Matthew's shots? Um, so mm. we have two pictures here, which will be okay. on the website, as all the ones currently uh, shared are. So um, we've got uh, ripples. Uh, let's look at yes. the first shall we?
1: It is water.
0: It is water. It is a body of water with ripples on it. Uh, mm. It's um, a very abstract textural piece. I think I would say uh, it's nice. I like it. I mean, I quite yeah. like my simple pictures. I like the light on it. What do you think? Do you th-
1: is this the, about the? Is this about merging sexualities or recycling culture?
0: I think this is probably uh, an expression about um, Matthew's current. You know sexual uh life perhaps mm, you know where it maybe feels you know. like it, it's you know just kind of bleak featureless submerged mm. maybe i don't know um
1: a lot of yeah a lot of bumpy waves a lot of bumpy but not waves. too bumpy you know yeah I, it's uh, dark very his, his dark there it's might dark. be
0: life there but we can't see it i don't know no, I, I think that's what not that, a peep not a peep i think that's what that's what I'm saying
1: <laughs> no, and, and a weird amount of motion blur. So definitely sexual. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Motion blur and ocean blur. Both oh, in those pictures um, yeah. and uh, and the second picture. Do you want to describe this picture, Eric?
1: This is a plastic bag amongst reeds of some kind, and there's a feather on the left-hand corner.
0: Yeah, I think it's the feather that makes this fine art because I think that really brings the nature into um, into play in this picture. Um yeah. I mean, and obviously a plastic bag, ever since that scene from American Beauty, uh, plastic bags have been synonymous with art. Um, so I can see why Matthew glommed onto this. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a, a lovely shot of a plastic bag in some reeds uh, and some feathers. Um Enjoy, listeners. Um, try not to be too <laughs> upset by the title. Uh, <laughs> maybe I second off on that one. Um, we have had some other another entry, uh, which is less upsetting. You'll be pleased to hear, uh, and this is from Keith Durkin. Keith writes in salutations, sunbeams. It's my first time writing, so a quick introduction. My name is Keith Durkin, as already uh, announced. I am originally from the West of Ireland, but currently residing in Liege, Belgium. Uh, I have been shooting film for about three years using a mix of 35mm and medium format. I came across the show about a year ago and have been a regular listener since. Uh, Keith, what has taken you so long to get involved with cheap shots? Better late than never. Attached are my fine art images with appropriately pretentious titles and artist statements. The camera used was a Ricoh FF9, picked up on eBay about two years ago for the princely sum of three pounds and twenty-five pence. The film used was Fuji Acros 100, semi-stand developed in Rodinal, and scanned on an Epson V550. Both images were taken at the Liège Guillemin Oh God, this is one of those evenings for that kind of pronunciation. Liège Guillemin <laughs> railway station in Belgium. Sorry, Belgium. <laughs> the first, ribs of the Leviathan, is the kind of image I had originally set out to capture for the challenge. The second, reflections of modern masculinity, was a spur-of-the-moment shot. And, as necessary, here is the artist statement. As a stranger in a strange land, my photography attempts to capture the ennui experienced by the flaneur exiled from his native soil. By precipitating images of the environment on the physical medium of film, the artist communicates the lived dislocation on a personal level, while also reflecting a more general societal disruption pervasive in the modern globalized context. Thanks for all the hard work. I really enjoyed the new backing paper podcast. Uh, all the best. I, you know, when when Johnny said that there needed to be artist statements, I really wanted to strangle him. But honestly, I'm loving these artist
1: statements. Yeah, these are kind of not not only the best part because obviously the photos are, but these are wonderful all of them are wonderful
0: they really are and it really fills me with great joy to see the amount of baloney that our listeners are filled with it really (laughs) does it it, uh, i mean oh just just beautiful thank you keith um let's have a look at keith's pictures because i've uh, very much enjoyed the art so this first one uh i like this a lot ribs of the leviathan um god i mean what even is that it's great you can describe this one eric
1: Oh, it's, a, it's an image where the foreground is, I believe, a tiled floor. And you have, oh, about eight fellows in uniforms of some kind. I'm getting like a diving feel, but I don't know if that's true. And above them is this arched rib-like structure with the sun popping through on the left
0: yeah, it's, well, actually, you're looking at the wrong picture, but it doesn't matter. So the picture Eric has just described is actually <laughs> reflections of modern masculinity. Uh, because oh, wow. Well. You, you've got, as you said, Eric, these um, eight gentlemen sort of sat down at this mm. weird, tiled, big tiled, I don't know what it is. Um, so you can just see their top halves, and they're reflected in these tiles. And, yeah, these great big spots span roof of uh, i mean ribs is a fair. i can see why you made the mistake great light in this picture um and i really like the composition the, the guys in this picture are all very small down in the bottom right hand corner um really like that a lot
1: tiny uh, belgium men tiny, they're all that size
0: Tiny Belgian men yeah not to scale um they have not eaten enough waffles again sorry belgium no. <laughs> And uh, okay, do you want to go to the next picture, which is the ribs of the Leviathan? And you'll see why I wanted you to describe this one because I don't even know where to start with this one.
1: This looks like those uh, those photos of like the electron microscopic crystals. Mm. Looks like one of those. Um, I don't know what it is. It's a a bunch of curves and angles, Um, it's arty as hell. Yeah. Yeah, it's already as how just check it out on the website cuz I can't I can't describe this. It's a bunch of shapes it's very geometrical which is the thing you can say
0: Yep, that, those, that's a word Those are definitely words <laughs> that one can use Very geometrical <laughs> um, it's, it's really good Once again, um, with all these shots I'm just blown away by how well people are responding To what I thought would be an incredibly, incredibly difficult topic um, So great entries this week from both of those guys Thank you very much We have had also a couple more emails um, I'll, I'll let you read this first one Because it's uh, upsetting to me
1: Oh, this is the this, one from, uh, Neil. From, from Neil. This yeah. is from Neil Piper, uh, friend of the show. Friend of the show. Well, uh,
0: that's, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, acquaintance of the show. Yeah. Okay. I didn't say anything last week, but now I need to. That's three weeks in a row now that Graham has apologized. Is that true? Uh,
0: I mean,. I've been very tired lately. And you know what it's like Uh, when you're tired. Sometimes stuff starts coming out you regret later. It's like when you get too drunk. It's the same kind of thing.
1: (laughs) Uh, He goes on to say, please could you stop the crap with this clearly poor Graham impersonator and get the real thing back. It's getting unsettling now. Uh, So, yeah. Maybe you've turned over a new leaf. uh, Had some kind of road to Damascus experience.
0: I feel... Uh, to to redress the balance um what can I say? Neil, uh, kiss my ass. Um, yeah, there you go. There you go. I feel better now. Um, anybody who has not yet checked out n- Neil's new little... Um, sorry, that's dem- uh, diminut- <laughs> diminutizing. That's a word also. You're
1: apologizing. Are you apologizing about that?
0: Uh, no. Neil's, Neil's little <laughs> podcast is a little podcast. It's short, like ours is short. It's a short podcast. Um, sure it is. Certain Whitewash. Uh, you can find it on iTunes and everywhere. And Neil's recording stuff most weeks, I think. So. Uh, check that if you want to hear Neil bumbling on about whatever Neil bumbles on about. Not sorry at all, Neil. Uh, he ne- also has
1: a new Instagram account, doesn't he? Uh,
0: yeah, he probably does. Certain whitewash. Yes. Find him there. Find him everywhere. You know, and then try and lose him again. That's what I suggest. Not sorry. The next email came just before we recorded, so that was perfect timing, Dave. Uh, Dave writes in with a question um, regarding the talk of late about the meaning behind our photos. Uh, he writes, I have been shooting film for about two years now, and it has taken over my life. My question is, am I any less of a photographer for not having a deep and meaningful explanation for the photos I like to take? For me, it is just a way to relax and unwind and see the beauty in everything around me. Basically, I just take photos of things that look nice. I love the podcast and look forward to every episode. Cheers from Australia.
1: Mm. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes you are less of a photographer no no take the photos you want to take you like things take photos of them it's that simple i mean the only thing that makes a photographer a photographer is he uses a damn camera so or she but just take photos
0: i mean it's dave i'm pretty sure dave has not yet crossed the rubicon and become a, <laughs> a bi-gendered name dave's pretty masculine uh <laughs> <laughs> and also I one absolutely yes, it doesn't matter what the reason or the absence of reason you have for taking photographs, but the reality is we actually do all have reasons for taking the pictures we take. We might not think about what those reasons are. I mean an aide has been on record many times saying oh i just I just take pictures. there's not really not really great deep meaningful reason behind them, but there always is a reason why and sometimes there might be quite a deep reason just because we don't stop to explore them ourselves or express them ourselves um you know in that email uh, you're, you're right about the fact that you know it, it is a way that you're uh, unwinding and relaxing and connecting with the world around you and trying to capture that you know that's that's pretty deep and meaningful and you know i think so um don't uh don't underestimate what you're doing yourself that's not the word that i was grasping for but it's close enough approximation for that word um
1: yeah yeah, because he's not he's not just i mean he's taking photos of things that he thinks looks nice but he, yeah he's he says he's connecting with the world and that's that's probably a little deeper and and more meaningful than just taking things of pictures that look nice which is Fine
0: as well, and also you're making those decisions about what you think looks nice. You're going out there, going, "Ah, "This is what I feel looks nice," and that's different for everybody as well. There is no uh, one stop. This is what a nice picture looks like. I mean, yes, there's things that we can go. Oh well, yes, these are more common than others, but uh, it's beauty is very much the eye of the beholder. And um, by capturing what you think is nice, you're you're giving people an insight into what's inside your own brain um we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording and i think some of this comes down to this fear that we all have maybe fear isn't the right word but as photographers of trying to find our own voice um and ah i think it's a really hard thing to do and i'm always like your shots eric uh, mm-hmm. I, I think you you do have a voice or a style which I look at your pictures and go, yeah, there's a consistency to the way you shoot. I don't feel like I have that at all, um, and I think certainly I and maybe others as well feel like, oh, this is the thing that is lacking. I, is I am worse for not having this. But I think it's one of those things that um, it'll just happen <laughs> or it won't, and either way, is fine. To be honest, you just
1: take a lot of photos. And then the ones that you select to share that's your voice yeah yeah I mean, that's what it comes down to it's what you what you choose to share with people is your voice
0: and I think that it's actually very hard for you to see your own style I I know of plenty of people who would go oh no I don't really have a style or a voice and yet I look at their work and go well no I can always your pictures always have a certain style to me because we all see things in a certain way we're all going to frame things in a certain way and approach things in a certain way and so um, yeah but no, nobody's any less of a photographer for not having deep meaningful thoughts about things as long as you're enjoying taking pictures that really is the most important thing isn't it
1: Right, if you're not enjoying it, stop.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. If you're not enjoying it, just stop, please. Stop. (laughs) If you're doing far better work than us, also please stop. Also stop, yeah, knock it off. (laughs) We have got a few things that are happening this week as the show goes out. We've mentioned them before. We're going to give them another mention now. The first thing is that this week is Polaroid Week, uh, which is very exciting. The second Polaroid Week of the year. Eric... Do you shoot Polaroid at all?
1: I used to. Um, actually, for um, about five years ago, our honeymoon, we shot around a 1, thousand, 1,200 um, Polaroids for a Kickstarter project that we did um, in celebration of our honeymoon and Route 66. And so we did the, what is it called, the Route 66 Polaroid project. And uh, we sent out about 1,200 uh, with a, the crack and peel peel off polaroid things before mm-hmm. fuji axed that film we sent out about 1200 of them to around 400 or 500 people it was that's pretty cool
0: awesome that's really yeah. cool yeah i'd not heard yeah. that before very nice very nice yeah did you crack and peel them first or did you actually you have to don't you for so those they get all messed up
1: oh <laughs> no we did them as we went we mailed them we mailed them out on the road
0: gotcha gotcha. so it would have like
1: the the, the 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 cancellation from the route 66 towns
0: oh awesome Oh, yeah! well, nice idea. What
1: What a wonderful way to spend your honeymoon. Yeah,
0: yeah, that is a... The fact that part of your honeymoon was a Kickstarter project is... That's very you. That's very you, but...
1: It was her idea. I just went along with that. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was totally her idea.
0: Well, there you go. You got yourself a good woman there.
1: Apparently.
0: And a great cat.
1: (laughs) Very true.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The two things not at all related. Um, The other thing, uh, whilst we're on this, um, that is coming to a close, mentioned it last week on the show, Emulsive Secret Santa registration ends at the end of this month. So if you want to take part this year in the biggest Secret Santa of its kind, then get over to Emulsive. And sign up, and you need to not only sign up, you need to make sure you go through the entire process. You need to make sure you get a profile picture on your Elfster account and add some things to your wish list as well. These are all things that you need to do to be fully signed up, so don't just start. Get halfway through and go oh well i'll come back to it later make sure you finish it there are over 800 people already registered it's gonna be great it's a lot of fun and it's really nice at christmas time seeing everybody getting excited about stuff they've sent and excited about the stuff they're receiving it's just a good friendly fun way to engage with people all around the world um and as part of that as i keep banging on about do not forget about the community causes nominations. If you have signed up or you're going to sign up, um, nominate somebody who is doing good work promoting analog photography, whether it's people giving workshops or talks or, community dark rooms, whatever it may be, organizing walks to introduce people to analog photography. If you know people who are doing good stuff, who would benefit from getting some gear, some supplies, what have you from all of the sponsors that are taking part this year, then nominate them. It's super easy, it takes take you two minutes to do and somebody might benefit from it. Um, Eric, I don't know whether you're involved mm. in the Secret Santa, I don't know if that's your kind of thing.
1: It's a secret.
0: It's a secret, I won't press you on that because I know you well enough. Um, but community causes wise, is there anything near you that you immediately stop and think, oh yeah, that kind of thing was the kind of that would benefit from that? Because as we said last week, the important thing to know with this is these don't have to be charities. These do not have to be not for profits. This can be people who are you know out there making it or trying to make a living. Uh, it's probably more accurate from doing this. Is there anything around you that you think, oh yeah, that kind of thing would be you know benefit from this?
1: Um. No, I'm not incredibly involved with the uh, film community around where I am, but I think things like community dark rooms are really, really wonderful. Like, like a, a thing you can maybe co-opt into, and you know, use chemicals and use the paper and all of that uh, for like a monthly fee. I love those kind of things. So that's what, more of the kind of thing that I would I would plug, like collectives. That idea
0: yeah absolutely absolutely there's there's all sorts of things and i said i know some areas are better for having more of this stuff going on than others um but if you know of if you've benefited from uh if you just want to help out a group that you've heard of then give them a nomination um before time runs out at the end of this month speaking of workshops and stuff this is a very uh young little startup uh from a couple of gentlemen who we had on the show a few episodes back um Listeners may remember when we had Keith Moss, the wonderful Keith Moss, uh, photographer, and Simon Riddell, who is uh, Sai. I mean, we love Sai. He's what he is. He can't do anything about that. Um, They joined us a few weeks back, and they were talking about the fact that they are going to start doing workshops and courses right up in uh, the, I can't remember what the island is, but really far up north in Scotland. Um, Anyway, they have got their first event coming up, uh, and this is actually um, going to be happening tomorrow, if you listen to this on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that might not be suitable for anybody. But also, it's for kids. So they are running a large format analog photography workshop for kids Um And this will be taking place, uh, now let's see if I can find out exactly where it is, the University of the Highlands and Islands. Uh, I'm not going to attempt to read the rest of the address, but it's right up north in Scotland. I imagine that this is probably not going to be useful for most of the people listening, but I just wanted to give a shout out to this, because it's great that Simon and Keith are um, putting the pedal to the metal on this and getting things happening. Uh, They are going to be building some of the camera dactyl cameras, which they have got um, from ethan from the kickstarter which we talked about a while back so they're going to have some of those there and they will actually be building those with the kids so the kids can see how the cameras go together and doing all sorts of fun stuff shooting four x five uh, i think this is a wonderful thing to be doing for anyone mm-hmm. let alone giving kids this kind of opportunity and why should the kids have all the fun well
1: it's kids i think it's neat that Maybe their first introduction to film photography is large format. That's just cool.
0: It makes a lot of sense as well, because the it nice does large is you can take one picture and then see how that one picture turns out. Um so.
1: yeah, and it's just it's how photography started. And so why not start the kids at the beginning? it's It's pretty cool.
0: It's- very cool. Very cool. And it's really nice to see the camera, dactyl cameras getting out there looking colorful and fun and funky as they are. And, um, I look forward to hearing, I've seen a lot of them going out. Ethan has broken a lot of, uh, the Kickstarter norms by delivering promptly on on his product, which, uh, (laughs) it doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem right at all, but well done Ethan and getting those out there. And, um, I really look forward to seeing more of the results that people have got from shooting with those. Uh, so that's very cool. Um, Whilst we're plugging stuff, uh, Eric, you've got something coming up as well, haven't you?
1: I do. Um, If this is coming out in a week, so Monday the 22nd-ish, by now I should have the third issue of a Conspiracy of Cartographers zine out, and this is 48-ish photos that I took with a 4x5 uh, in July. So it's all black and white sells for eight bucks plus shipping to wherever the hell you are in the world um that's it um we well, check say, out uh, my instagram feed yeah that's it <laughs> check out my instagram feed for, it's pretty simple it's just a zine
0: well i know but the last scene you had um so you've yeah, this is, as you said this is the third zine you can tell that by the way it, you said it's the third one it Um is. the first one was really Pretty much just photographs with a small mm. amount of writing. Yeah. The second one was quite a lot more involved, wasn't it? There was you did a lot of work with print. Um, yeah, uh, it was more ziney. It was a lot more ziney. Uh, where does this one fall on the spectrum?
1: This is much more simple, but there's a there. I don't say a lot of it's a, there's a lot of text for a photo zine. Each photo. I mean, anybody who follows me on Instagram knows that I am verbose. Mm-hmm. So uh, that is kind of spilled over into the uh into the zine so yeah it's a little it's a little wordy for a photo zine but i think you guys can read so if and, not there's pretty pictures or and, pictures
0: and they're gonna be the good words the best words they're gonna be great <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry that's Absolutely. probably triggering no <laughs> yeah yeah a little, a little. <laughs> Uh, well, listeners, definitely do check that out. Um, I have been lucky enough to receive the first uh, two installments of A Conspiracy of Cartographer's and they have both been fantastic. The last one in particular I really loved. Um, it was really nice, and I look forward to seeing all the large format stuff that you were shot. Is, is a lot of this stuff from the trip you went on recently?
1: It's all from the trip, yeah. It was all from uh, July when I took the trip in Kansas and all that area, and it was all on the Intrepid.
0: Are there any pictures from the day when you nearly killed yourself?
1: There are three, yeah. <laughs> Great,
0: that's good. Yeah. I, I hope they're clearly labeled <laughs> Here's where I nearly died. Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I go into that, but yeah, I do. Uh, I do. Uh, yeah, there's three or four in there.
0: Good, good. Glad to hear it. Well, listeners, we're going to try and keep this shorter this week. Um, I think we've done better, right? This feels like we've done better. This feels short
1: let's just say it is yeah let's
0: just say it is yeah it definitely is um the one thing though we did want to put a request out for now uh we did decide what music we were going to use last week um and it's my good old standby which is bit quest by kevin mcleod from incompetech.com because i I do love that little eight bit music but we would love to get some of of our own music as it were for the show uh so what we would like, so we know there's lots of musically gifted listeners um, and there's, I mean, we've got musically gifted hosts. I am not one of them. The other two are both musically gifted. I am musically incompetent. Um, so if you are a musician of any sort whatsoever uh, if you can make your own music and would like to send us something that we might be able to use for uh, an intro and outro theme we'd love to get some submissions um, for us to have a listen to and see if we can find something that might fit the show like I said it can be anything at all we will listen to anything and if you send it in I promise we will play some of it on the show even if we don't end up using it as the theme we'll play some of it on the show so uh, all those wonderful, creative, musical, talented people, uh, uh, I, all things accepted. If you want to sing something else, I may regret this. I may really You're regret gonna. this. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but please do send them in to uh, sunny16podcast at gmail.com, where you can always find us. Um, and, of course, you can find Eric at Instagram on the Sunny 16 podcast. But also, what's your own feed on Instagram, Eric?
1: Uh, conspiracy of cartographers with dots between the words.
0: Dots between the words. And that's the, pretty much the best place for people to get a hold of you, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. there's other places, but that's the only important one. <laughs>
0: don't turn over Eric's workplace uh, and of course you can find us on Flickr where Matthew is doing the good work there um, I probably ought to check in on Flickr right <laughs> I'm not sure I should have left that unattended for quite so long with Matthew and John we'll, we'll be looking on that very soon and no doubt we will have Matthew joining us soon on here again that doesn't seem like a good idea now I say it out loud but I'm sure it will be fine um, we will be back next week uh, or, I'll, or somebody will be back next week who knows who it will be it's always Adventure. Until then, listeners, thank you very much and goodbye. Goodbye.